you're supposed to play the, the song I sent you. Oh, God, you look like you hurt. It hurts like a motherfucker <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, I literally think I could throw up at any moment. Really? Yeah, that's how bad it hurts. I pulled my neck. I'll, did I'll, did, did yeah. Manny put it on you again? Shit. I wish that was the case. <laughs> when you hear how I did this, it's just... Uh, uh, is it X-rated? No. God, it would, be, it would be even better if it was, but no. Yeah. No, no not, 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 even, not even G-rated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is it W-rated for, uh, rated for weak? Uh, <clears throat> I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Great, great story. Here we go. <laughs> We're doing more of this. Ooh, I like this one. Zach picked it. I did. But there's a very specific reason I picked it. And I don't know if our two guests know what it is either. And if they don't, I feel really cool that they don't know and I do. Sounds like rhino gas. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) Rhino farts. (laughs) I think... uh, the person who actually picked this song might have a little bone to pick with you on that. Oh, excuse me. Sounds like penguin gas. There you go. <laughs> a little hint. Yeah, okay. we're back. Jared, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Soccer Dad Pod's back. How do As you? you know, we uh, we like our music around here. And today I got a little text message from Carpool co-host Zach Cherry Lewis saying, here's the song. Hold on. Let's take a little. Oh, my God. So, is this a chipmunks? <laughs> I had this album no. when I was seven. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, so there's a couple reasons I, I pushed this. Thank you. One is tonight is the first home game for the Blues. Yeah? The St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. We are down here at Maggie O's on the patio. It's a little chilly, but it's a great night to be outside. Great night to go watch some hockey. Moral, uh, moral support. Sit outside, get a little chilly for a hockey game. Exactly. I like it. You know, acclimatize. Uh, then... I thought about, wow, you know, Gloria was their song, right? Yep. 2019, run through the playoffs, win the Stanley Cup. From the Philadelphia Bar. The first home game for St. Louis City, which we can see, or not the home game, the first game ever for St. Louis City was where? Austin. Austin. In the locker room, do you know what Nico's official title is in the locker room? DJ. DJ. He's the locker room DJ. <clears throat> Let's had him play this song. This one, hold on. Before the first game. Game one, and we're going into game, game one, 34. And we still won. And they, and they won five games in a row after that and are now still sitting atop the West. One final home game on Saturday night going into the playoffs. So this is kind of their Gloria song. And it's I'm not even going to pronounce it. It's a French-named song. Ooh, that's two weeks in a row. Uh, that's what I was getting row. at. I, was, I thought JB picked the French shit again. And where, where do you get this insider information at? Uh, it's, it's a really discreet uh, source called the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By yeah. one of okay. our former guests, Mr. Hockman, um, his column on the front page of the sports section today. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. It's, you found it in the post. I did. Did you, did you get behind the paywall? 
Dude, I am a subscriber. Oh, my God. Oh, so you got the hard copy where Hell you go yeah. out? Uh, I go every morning <laughs> you and go I pick out every up my morning? paper. Which could explain Do why you wear drawers I can't turn under my that head. robe when you go out there? And <laughs> I, ironically, I have two funny stories. Because that cul-de-sac is gross. <laughs> today, we have, well, Tuesdays is trash day. Or Wednesdays, I'm sorry. Wednesdays is trash day. When we, and in, in Ellisville, we have trash and recycling. And Ooh, wow. for whatever reason, they did not pick up recycling yesterday. But we brought it in anyway, thinking it was picked up. Well, at 7.15, I hear the truck rumbling down the street. So in my boxers, <laughs> I ran out, <clears throat> grabbed the bin for recycling, and drug it out to the street. Actually, I had to drag it to my neighbor's house because they already passed mine. So I'm standing in front of my neighbor's house in my boxers. Do you still wear boxers with the hole in the back? In the back? Yeah, backwards. No, I stopped wearing those <laughs> after you came over. Is, um, that, is that a Missouri State thing? <laughs> <laughs> you, you bears. Who's the, yeah. You're all bears. Well, that's another story. Uh, and then, hey, okay, so uh, great. We've got yeah. uh, crappy French music and recycling day. Yep. This episode is off to a jumping start. off like a madman. Well, um, I, I, I also can't turn my head. And the reason I can't turn my head, and this is the honest God truth, I pulled something in my neck while I went to mix my protein shake. <laughs> Not joking. Well, did I went to next, shake next my protein shake, take and the I pulled spoon something in my out neck. of your oh, mouth. Oh my God! I know. I, I, it goes in the hand. I can't even make this shit up. Can't. Why are you drinking protein shakes? Well. You're Some, 45 years old. I'm and not 45. You're hairy and I'll be gray. 45 in two weeks. I mean, just eat steaks. I can't because somebody called me chubby. <laughs> <laughs> somebody I care deeply about. Well, let me tell me you what I care on the deeply record. about. I would like to thank our fine hosts here and quit talking about middle-aged <laughs> issues. <laughs> Maggie O'Brien's. We're down here tonight uh, for tonight's episode. Um, these guys have been great. You know, they give us tables, power. I love it, man. Libations. Yeah, it's been great. It's a great vibe. Uh, very, very thankful. It's it, you know, it's super cool. Also, just kind of look over the shoulder and hey, there's City Park. Yep. Kind of a little inspirational. So, thanks guys for having us down here and continuing to keep the door open for us. Uh, want to also a quick shout out to Axis PT, um, <clears throat> the support on the physical therapy side. You guys have been great. Uh, Twenty area locations go check it out uh doctor referral likely not needed in missouri anymore very slim chance correct yeah just call the coordinator uh when you set up your appointment and make sure that you have the correct insurance to make sure that you don't need a referral so, and basically when you pull the muscle you don't have to go to the doctor to say yeah i might be calling him oh hey <laughs> um oh yeah and then the doctor goes uh you pulled the muscle why don't you go see a pt and you're like oh, i already knew that yeah <clears throat> thanks for the heads up thanks pt axis pt and then our boys, Chris and Bill, over at the Pinnacle Loans. You're my boy, Blue. Boys. The uh, the uh, perfect season freshman <laughs> from CBC back in the day. Complete uh, aces. We got to get them on here, too. We do I have to want, get them on. I want the story of that season. I mean, their recollection has to be off the charts. Yeah, From maybe. 13 years old, going undefeated. Yeah, so they're probably, that's <laughs> probably, that's... 30 years ago. A while back. For these guys, yeah. So. Which brings us to... I'm, by, I'm chomping at the bit with, with the pinnacle Dude, points. Jared, that's two weeks in a row. I'm I am you, going to go piggyback off of um, our friend Zach here. Um, his his <laughs> last Please episode... Protein shake. It could hurt. Info. Pinnacle point was about the lackluster effort 
of our U.S. men's national team oh, against damn, yeah. um, Germany. And um, I don't think we need to throw a party, or I don't think we need to, you know, get too high with the high and, and maybe previously too low with the lows. But I think Sergino Dest uh, had his thing out on the other night against Ghana because he was flying and he was the best player on the field, especially in the first <clears throat> half. He was all over the place. And did you see what uh, Balagoon said about playing with Gio Reyna on the field? I didn't see what he said, but I could see the results. I mean, well, he is so excited to play with Gio Reyna, and um, Gio Reyna is quickly putting the bullshit from our past to bed because he needs to be on the flipping field. Well, he's one of those players that, you know, we've been watching this game our whole lives, right? And we've seen, quote, the special ones from the early days of the Tab Ramos and Gio's dad. I remember all that, right? Fast forward to now, the names that get the, the bright lights, Pulisic, you know, Dest. Uh, Weston. Yeah, right. And, and look, they have their moments. Pulisic's goal against Germany, that's a world-class goal that is scored against anyone. But me personally, and I've said this before in other episodes, when we talk about Reinagate or whatever, I, I love the way the dude plays. He just has that je ne sais quoi. I'm going to stick with the French theme Yeah, here. he has the you effect know? on the field He's where so he like, makes the wings. He makes <clears throat> the wing backs better because they can play off him. He's, his soccer IQ in that in that withdrawn 10 position is phenomenal, and it's the best on our team currently. You know what I really love about him is he's got this resting bitch face. When he walks around, he's got the ball, and it's the thing. He looks as if he's like doesn't really care until he cares and he flips that switch now again not to get too high with the highs because we played ghana but to put four up against in the first half against that 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 team of athletes and for us to outpace them in every position like we did no i'm happy with it yeah what you got zach that was going to be mine but i will i will just add on to it and just say because i did complain against you know the germany team um how we played and obviously this is a major turnaround (laughs) and germany is not ghana Nurkana, Germany, but I'm I'm pleased to see that we put up that many points, or goals in a game, in an international game. That's we your pinnacle point of the day. Yeah, that's it. That, we haven't done that, and I don't know. I don't know the last time we scored with that A squad against another A squad where we scored more than two goals. Uh, that team was littered with English Premier players. Yeah, all over the field. Yep. Ghana had multiple class pros. So um, I'm going to go a different direction because we can't talk about soccer all the time, guys. I mean, it's just at some point we need a little refresh. Last week, no, a couple weeks ago, um, <clears throat> the whole deja vu, pinnacle point of the day, remember that? Yes, your prescience. Which came from my wife. She suggested it. And yep. today I was like in a little bit of a brain fog. I'm like, hey, I need a pinnacle point idea. What do you got? And my wife, mind you, she works at UHY. She's in IT audit. She sends me this text. Uh, Here's my pinnacle point of the day. You'll love it. She goes, October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. (laughs) So, nugget for Uh. your... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it gets better. If you have kids, freeze their credit at all three bureaus. Uh, Goes on to say, this will prevent identity theft and massive headaches in the future. How about that, man? All right, thanks, Kim. Especially finding yeah, out one, that, huh? that in the same day, we learned that <laughs> SLU had a data breach that has spanned for the last 18 months. SLU's not their client. Lindenwood is. I know. Lindenwood and, didn't. And we found out that St. Louis firms have been hiring 
North Korean scammed uh, employees from North Korea funding their their nuclear missile projects. So Here, here's what I will say. I'm, can I? You finish. I'm sorry. I just step on you. Go oh ahead. no, that, that I mean the the amazingness of that pinnacle point is that it's well. Thank you, Kim. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up Zach Slack because I'm gonna I'm gonna because we all need to comment on it because I th- I'm pretty sure the episode will be released and after our wonderful guest, I mean it's gonna be great. Four pinnacle point four. We're down here. They are setting up stages. It's ready. How, can you talk about Saturday? How how excited are you to well, be shit. back? It's Friday, Saturday. Well, I, I tell you what. There's Here's what tons. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a, uh, a challenge flag here. Yeah, I, I want to save this for our guests, for our guests yeah, because absolutely. that is specifically it's gonna be in the realm of our conversation okay. here. Okay. Um, Touche. Touche. I, I I will I will do a. a Final pinnacle point five, and it's just it's a, a shout out to our fi- our last guest. That, well, I wanted Slavo. to talk about that. I mean, that dude. If you don't know who Mike Slavinsky is, take a listen, and you will learn an incredible story um, of a well, guy who just has done so much, and I, I just hope that he gets the, the love and feedback that we've gotten so far, and I hope he he, he hears that. So, uh, Jared and I in particular. Um, through some of the other older players that we've <clears throat> that we know that we played with, reached out to us independently with feedback on Mike Slavinsky's episode yeah. Slavo, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read again here because this one came from this is an email that came in from a really good friend of ours. He was a player, actually played with him back in the day. I'm just gonna read a clip of it because <clears throat> he said. Uh, in the episode, uh, Slavo talks about a game in which it was a muddy game and things were crazy and he was no way he was going to lose it. And uh, one of my favorite stories, he was a little interac- inaccurate, though, as I didn't roll him the ball. And this person was the goalie after the other team scored. He goes, <laughs> I didn't roll him the ball. We were playing a shitty McClure North team and they had scored off me to tie it up with like 50 seconds left. At this point, we were still undefeated. He ran all the way back to the goal, took the ball out of my hands, ran to the center <laughs> off, Klimek, Josh Klimek, touched the ball to him, and he dribbled through the entire team and scored. Unreal. So it's like, Jeez. I mean, this dude made such an impression on anybody that saw him, and let alone played with him. Um, it, it, and his humbleness about the underachieving aspect of his career was yeah, was yeah. my favorite. I, I'll leave it with this. This is what I want our listeners to realize. In 19, early 1990s, to have Bruce Arena come <laughs> yeah. to St. Charles to recruit this kid after what they did the previous three to five years, it would be no different than Nick Saban coming to any high school in St. Louis and being like, we want you. Yeah. That's how big Virginia Absolutely. was I agree. at that time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great episode. Go back, check it out. Um, We're going to take a quick break here, but thank you for supporting and listening to the show. Uh, Toss it to a friend. Send them the Slavo stories, too. You're going to want to share the stories coming up here after the break uh, because we're going to go OG style from a supporter section side down here at Maggie O'Brien's. How's the neck, man? Can you turn well? Uh, No, it sucks. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey everyone, buying a home, it's kind of a big deal. Never has there been more competition to buy, so few homes to choose from, all made worse by an uncertain interest rate landscape. Now that you're short a bedroom for the third kid, you're in the wrong school district, 
and a walkable corner pub isn't nearly close enough, it's time to reach out to the Pinnacle Loan Team for help. They work with a network of agents that have their feet on the ground across the whole region and have a number of loan products that are cost-effective with a process that is simple. Basically, they've got you covered from start to finish. So when it's time to buy, visit thepinnacleloans.com. That's thepinnacleloans.com. Simply the best in home loans. The term staycation was really invented by soccer moms. Located one hour and seven minutes from the arch, the Music Box Chalet at Innsbruck is a hidden gem. Buried in three acres of private woods, the Music Box has a master suite for just you, a loft and second bath for them, and a vinyl collection to meet your every mood. The full-size kitchen will easily accommodate three to 12 bottles of rosé, while the huge fire pit seating area will keep the big kids busy. Golf, fishing, kayaking, pickleball, or simply reading a book with Mother Nature, all at your fingertips. Visit either VRBO or Airbnb to find the Music Box Chalet. And now, back to those guys. I like that hat, Zach. Thanks. I haven't seen you wear that one very often. No, it's my... uh... Great story. Shush. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Man, I tell you what, we're going all across the board with this stuff. Well, I'm going a little theme-based because there's no supporter section in the world that doesn't have a load of drums. These drums happen to be hitting in time, though. Um, (laughs) 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 No offense, drummer, sorry. (laughs) We got our guests here with us. We got some refills down here. It's uh, Maggie O'Brien's playing a little Radiohead 15-step. Uh, beautiful night, really. Actually, it really is. Is this a mind. different, a little bit of a different Radiohead song than what they normally come out with? Yeah, this is one of the cool ones. Yeah, All right. <laughs> it's from In Rainbows. Go check it out, Jared. Play it in your car. I will on the drive out I to like uh, suburban Kansas City. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, let's bring our guests on. We have two of the originals, the capos of one of St. Louis's favorite soccer groups one of the one of the most recognizable soccer groups really in the mls at this point 100 percent. yeah without question so let's just roll them in we've got the luligan boys kevin and aaron how you doing fellas good how you Should doing be aaron and kevin aaron and kevin newer than him oh okay uh That's a bold statement <laughs> wow we'll go alphabetical order aaron how you doing aaron i'm doing great thanks for having us on yeah man thanks for coming down kevin well, how are you doing i'm doing great i gotta be honest this is the first podcast i've ever been on so, oh yeah, really? really? I'm in. Yep, popping my. Well, what did you just cherry. say there? It should have been Aaron before Kevin, like the chicken before the egg type. What, what do you mean by that? He was he was involved before I was. <laughs> I was more involved with the American Outlaws here okay. in St. Louis and soccer. That community came into the St. Louisans, but haven't been around as long as Aaron has. And oh, we, uh, he took me under in. his wing. We dragged in after seeing how much fun you were having at uh, Amsterdam. So <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> The, the, the connector of dreams and relationships. When is the origin date of this organization? Yeah, let's go, let's go there. Let's go. Well, give it's us a uh, born on date. It goes back to 2010. 2010. Back when uh, AC St. Louis was playing out of soccer park. Very cool. Nice. Wow. So, yeah. so is it 
who started it? Let's just start there. So it was a combination of a few supporters groups that existed back then. Uh, unfortunately, I was not around back then, but um, Brad, Mitch, uh, Mark Gardner from Your Electric, uh, a lot of oh, those guys. Oh, know were, Mark. Yeah. A lot of those guys were around back then. They were part of the original group. Uh, quite a few others are still around to this day, but uh, you know, Brad and Mitch kind of took the, uh, the bull by the horns, so to say, and, and kind of ran with it, so... So, so the Luligans, you guys kind of born out of the uh, uh, AC St. Louis kind of necessity. You get out there. Uh, American Outlaws, obviously, that's nationally connected. So uh, talk a little bit about, Kevin, your role with the AO crew. Uh, how, how long you been with them in you know, those early days here in the Lou? I've been with them since I moved to St. Louis. I moved to St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. Moved here in the late '90s to work at one of the local TV stations as a news photographer. So I'm not from here, and just have always been involved in soccer and just got involved with them back in the early 2000s and just was part of it more from the background, but then just saw it. And as you mentioned with Amsterdam, when you go watch a match there, it doesn't matter when they're playing, who they're playing, time of day. You know, Lyle's got the bar open and they're ready. Yeah. And that just drew me to it. So now, it, and fast forward to now, I'm more of their recruitment director for local membership. And, you know, I'm one of the personable ones. I'm out there. I'm, you know, I want people to have fun. <laughs> Wait, I want, like an, are you saying that uh, supporter members are sometimes not personable? No, within the no. American Outlaws, it's, uh, we're there. We're there. <laughs> I'm the face. I don't mind meeting people. I look around, and if I see somebody that looks like they haven't been to a match in Amsterdam before. I want them to feel comfortable. Well, I want them to feel, you know, welcome and be part of it because that's what somebody did to me when I came around. You're Byron's also the uh, you're also the selfie king, right? Isn't that your uh, <laughs> there is a thing that's your that's media presence? Off. The Kevin selfies. We'll take a few of those tonight. I'm sure for some promotion. I'll, well, well I we, like we've it, got man. some good views here. So, and I was going to bring that up. I mean, we're on the corner of 20th and Market, which if anybody's been to a city match about mm, 15 minutes before kickoff, 20 minutes before kickoff, if you're standing right here where we're standing, you will see a plume of smoke coming down south on 20th Street and heading west on Market, and it's the Luligans. And I remember going to STLFC games with you guys. Um, we've got a, a, you know, a, a good friend of mine, Chris Workus, who would always bring me out. Uh, he was working the trailer and giving out hot dogs and making drinks and beers and things like that. I remember speaking of the Blues earlier when the Stanley Cup came to the STLFC game and they had it posted up right next to the trailer uh, and you could kind of walk up and get pictures with it. So even then, back in 2019, we knew we were getting a team, but did you guys ever imagine it would be what it is now? Meaning what the Luligans are doing on every game day and the, the amount of people you're bringing in each week can you talk about that evolution from AC to FC to the, I mean, even the, the Lions were in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, the Lions yeah. in there somewhere were. to now. I would love to hear, you know, Aaron, kick off with you because you're the, you're, the, you're the OG on the Luligan side. <laughs> Kevin's got the you on the, uh, the on the outlaw side. So my involvement started back in 2016. So some of the stuff that existed before FC is beyond my time, but... You know, we've had some highs and lows, obviously, you know, with the, the failed boat in the city in 2017, yep. only to get re, you know, 
brought back again in 2018 to get the team, and then COVID hit. The tears in Louisville? Yeah. Oh. Tons of tears in Louisville. Yep. You know, it's, uh, that was the anniversary two days ago. Yes, it was. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Death of our team. Uh, so I, You know what's great about that is Allen Ball, Jeremy Allen Ball, a friend of, you, of your guys's, he speaks so highly of your group, yeah. and he credits almost other than the staff and the management – but along with you guys, that excellent game day experience at Soccer Park for those FC days, you guys are the biggest part of it, other than the product and the management. But, I mean, just can you talk about those days and that, and that corner back by the PTC and the parties? And, and, and God forbid, can somebody tell me about tall boy roulette and whose idea was it and who had the worst fucking beer ever? <laughs> So the um, you know the tailgate started with some some of the former Rams tailgaters you know Mark Gardner uh, Eric Venito who's a city cop uh, myself uh, in 2016 we really kind of took this and, and kind of ran with it we we had a good crew uh, the crews evolved over the years but our focus was always just to make sure that the the game day experience the pre match parties were second to none, that, that we were the toast of the league, regardless of what league we were in. And we always wanted to put on the best party for everybody. So, uh, you know, we've built out the trailer, we've invited more people in, uh, we just always are looking for ways to improve on what we do. So. How, how easy was it to work with the team over at Soccer Park uh, between the ownership and obviously facilities and Schlafly was heavily involved and yet, you know, Mission obviously was a player. Talk about some of the players that kind of were your partners slash enablers to make the, the, the experience what it was. Absolutely. Well, yeah, obviously Jeremy Allenball was a big part of that. He came out every game before the actual tailgate started. He'd hang out. He'd have a few Hams beers. He'd uh, play the uh, the He, he looks like a Hams drinker, doesn't he? Was, he? He, he was sure a does. huge <laughs> Hams fan. He <laughs> would ham it up. He's, he's in like St. Pete area. He texted me the other day. They have a restaurant. In St. Pete, it's called Taste of St. Louis. He had Cyberg's wings, Cyberg sauce, and toasted ravioli, and they do have Provel pizza. He texted me a picture of it the other day. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, but, you know, he was obviously a big champion. You know, Pat Berry, um, Tom Strunk, a.k.a. Uh, you mean Fred? Fred? Fred. Yeah, Fred. Yes. Always Fred. Yeah, Jim Cavanaugh was always there. I mean, they were not strangers at the tailgates. They would be there with us with people that, you know, as if they were just a fan of the game. Well, let me ask you, Kevin, this, because you're, to a degree, you're the outsider. You're a longtime, you know, St. Louis and now, but you were the outsider out of the gate moving into the environment. When you when you went to those environments and you saw, one, the facility for that level of a team, two, when you saw the organization be as proactive as they were, and then you start to put the pieces together as to, you know, holy shit, that's Jim Cavanaugh from Worldwide Tech. And, you know, when you start to realize what those chess pieces, you know, not only what they mean, but who they are, what did, what did, that, what did that mean to you coming in and kind of learning the landscape? It just made me want to be involved. I mean, the first few games I would go, I have a daughter, we would go, and we were kind of in the fringe, the outside of those tailgates. Obviously, I'm with my daughter. I wasn't partaking in the tailgating as you might, but you were there, the atmosphere, the excitement. She sat in Section 8 with us and cheered as loud as we could. You know, that's what it was about. But then you start seeing that the product on the field didn't matter. The Luligans were there. 
the people were there. It was about that camaraderie. It was about welcoming people in. And then if, if you gravitate towards that, people are going to welcome you. And you just go up to talk to anybody and be like, hey, I want to be involved. That's how Aaron and I have become such good friends. I was like, I'm a tailgater. I used to be involved in the St. Louis roller derby scene. And I was the tailgater for oh, that. Wow, so I was like, cool. that's what I can do. I can do tailgating. I can hang out. I can meet people. <laughs> and Aaron's like, you're on our team. And so that's, that's since phenomenal. then, we kind of just did that. And it, it's just been so welcoming. But it was top to bottom. I mean, it was. you're not going to find that in any other sport, I don't think. I don't think what so. What we had in the STLFC days. You're not going to find the, the team, the ownership, the players there that had that. They that You see the pictures of now of, of, of family and friends going all over the country following the yeah. players that used to play for us. And they oh, yeah. know the know the Luligans. They know the Luligans <laughs> kids. It's, Who was the guy? Somebody just got the uh, golden boot. Yeah. Albert Dequa just Dequa. won the golden boot. But, did, did, you know, Matthew Burton, his family goes to Pittsburgh every year since he's played in in Pittsburgh and they get selfies after the games and Albert knows them. He knows yeah. his kids. He knows him. That's you know? phenomenal. You're not finding that in other sports. No. Well, you're not finding that in other, so quote, soccer cities either. That's true. <clears throat> That's a good point. Well, I was going to ask yeah. that question because you guys transitioned, it seems, fairly well from the FC days where there's a you know three-year gap, basically, into what you have now, which I mentioned earlier, you know, down at Schlafly um, here <clears throat> downtown by the stadium. So two two questions. One, what was that transition like? Meaning, did the the ownership group kind of approach the Luligans, or did the Luligans approach the ownership group? How did that work? And then follow that up with, what's a game day experience like with the Luligans now for a city game? What, 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 and, what and, could they come at on and, Saturday night? And, and was it like the UAW versus Henry Ford? You know, where you guys like... <laughs> We're well, that's kind of what I wanted to get to at some point, but I don't want to make it political. I just want to understand, you know, a little bit about that that transition, and and if you guys were part of that, you know, what what you can kind of you know enlighten our audience on. So a lot of that transition actually was done between our leadership, Mitch, Brad, Sarah, the Carvers, uh, and the front office. So we were not really as involved in that as as the uh, the actual leadership was. Sure. Um, you know, as far as what we do, I mean, it, you know, it, it wasn't much of a big jump for us. I mean, we actually have kind of devolved in a little bit in, in some way because it, in Soccer Park, we would cook food. We would have kegs in the trailer. We would do a lot more, you know. Yeah, it was a BYO. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it was right. a big party. Tall right. boy we, roulette. Right. Well, we'll get to that, yeah. Stand by, stand by, I, I can't really wait, man. About He's that. Like, I'm, I'm going to get after this. I, I know you are. He's hoping you're going to pull it out of your trunk for the second half of the yeah, show here, man. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I've got a whole bunch of, um, of uh, what was it, uh, the, the seltzers, one of the seltzers. You can't do no. seltzers. You can't no, do I, we can't, but I, I have a whole bunch of seltzers, tall boys, in the back of my trunk for the game on Saturday. So... Um, uh, we'll, we'll hand those out to the tourists. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so... You know, we we don't cook anymore at the tailgates. We we don't have kegs anymore. You know, we're right. we're we're more of an entertainment hub, uh, where people just can come and gather around and, and hang out and get Kevin selfies and you know just have a good time. So yeah, yeah. I I um, JB will keep us on, on the on the flow here, but Club America. Santos comes out with that TIFO. Mm -hmm. And I know that you guys, it, it costs money to do what you guys do. The greatest TIFO ever, ever, ever dropped in a stadium 
was against Sporting oh and the, the Witch. And I know the Luligans were very instrumental, if not the main players behind that. That's just a birdie little told me that. You guys, I heard this through the grapevine, starting this Saturday, Arch Apparel selling uh, equipment with you guys' stuff, not equipment, uh, apparel with, with, with your guys' stuff on it, with that picture. You guys official, got the, the official the merchandise. Official. Yeah. Oh. You got the official there artist. Yeah, because this is America. Yeah, you got the official <laughs> artist who, who did it, who's who's doing prints, and you guys got some. I, I would like you to tell the listeners as About, a plug yeah. to, because doing that TIFO, the man hours, the people, the, the, the paint, the artist, it, that shit's not free. And so, like, can you talk about that whole process? Because that's the best TIFO I've ever seen at a game. Ever. Kevin, I'm going to lateral this. Yeah, you, that, part, you've actually worked on this. so it, It's all volunteer. Everybody that's doing that is volunteering their hours upon hours upon hours. And you have to mention, it, 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 well, the St. Luligans take the lead in a lot of it. It's amazing the number of other supporter groups have, that have lended their help. The St. Louis City Punks, Santos, Florida Noise, everybody's there ready to help and be part of that TIFO. And when that came out, that it truly was one of the best. Well, and that how did you get the club to play the music? That's beyond my. Uh, how did that grade. happen? I'm they not, played I'm not the music. Sure. The stadium did. Uh, but they bought Seabeck a Balkan treat box box. <laughs> 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 let, let me ask you, Tifos. I'm going to follow up on stay on this lane because I mean, obviously we don't get one every game because of the infrastructure that you're talking about is pro- obviously the main reason. But when you look at the calendar and you look at the games and you look at, you know, you want to do it, you know, because it is kind of a big stamp for supporters groups globally in the major stadiums. You want you want to compete along those lines. Was that date circled because of KC? Was it, you know, was it more exciting than some of the others? Not that the others were not exciting because they're all cool. Oh, was that one special? Yeah, I think when you originally looked at the calendar, the first game, home opener, which was an amazing one, mm-hmm. we have a designer, Jimmy Blood, who does all our scarves, our, yeah. you know, all the merchandise, all that stuff. He designed that first one. Got and it. we knew that first one for sure. And then we had that match against Kansas City that was circled. Not the first one we had, this one uh, that we just had. I- and uh, But it, it, it's all a process during, you know, celebrating National Hispanic Month. St. Luis Santos did one. Yeah. You know, right. and it's all, they. Yeah. everybody comes up with the ideas. And I'll be honest, I'm not as much in the uh, the process and the involvement. I'm happy to donate well, my hours to it. <clears throat> Let but, me ask you guys a quick question for the listener, because the listeners, a lot of our listeners attend these games and or watch the games. They all see it. Everybody loves it. Is there a way that a just a fan can contribute donate you know tip five bucks hey goes to the tifo fund is there some central um uh cash flow process on this thing for people to help you know i'm not really sure if there's a a specific uh cash flow process for that but but typically when when fans are coming out to to any of the pre-match parties whether it's ours or over you know the santos wherever they're doing it um, you know, if you're if you're contributing money to their merch, to their events, a lot of times some of that gets peeled away. Um, Good. How it gets peeled away, I don't know, but uh, you know, a lot of times just funding just normal day to day stuff. Some of that will likely end up. So Luligans.com is a good start for that. They've got all the information there. So but Luligans.com. St. Luligans. St. Luligans.com. So S T S T Luligans.com. But 
the biggest thing we have it's it's about the charity it's about giving back we have every tailgate that we have we have a charity in the match charity nice. du jour that we have it switches for every match and proceeds from the merch from the uh, schlaffles that we have you know we get donations for that it all's about giving back and that goes back to That's the wonderful. days of STLFC of Love AC it. St. Louis. Is, is Gardner that. still out there like hawking cigars and shit too? Of you course. Po- a portion of a uh, cigar. Uh, we do have portions go. of cigars. Go to <laughs> yeah. is, is somebody going to get him? Um, are we? Can we do like a charity to maybe get him some like cataract surgery? Uh, <laughs> and why is he not one of the referees on the in the supporter group? <laughs> it might be because of that cataract surgery. <laughs> I, I want to ask you guys because you've you've referenced a couple of the other supporters groups, and I don't know if the, the everyday fan of City knows what Santos is. I mean, we've had we've had Beltron on. Um, we've we've talked about different things, but could you guys kind of paint a little picture of what the supporters look like for St. Louis? And can you talk about what a supporters group actually is? Because people who are not familiar with soccer, this is their first experience. And every single person <laughs> I've talked to has yeah. said when they walk in, it, it feels electric. Well, most people think the Whoa. supporters groups are the ones that are causing them to stand. Well, the whole that, day. that's a whole other. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in the second we'll half. We'll take care of that. Question. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but I, I'm curious about just the difference of you know the, the different groups that make up that north end of the stadium. Can you talk a little bit about who those guys are? And I mean guys in the collective sense. Sure. Uh, that, that make up that supporters group and ladies sure uh, <laughs> you know obviously with with uh, growing to MLS we knew there'd be new supporters groups popping up some of it was split off from the Luligans they wanted to have their own identity uh, do their own things a little bit differently than what we did and that's totally fine we understand that uh, what we were hoping for going into this is that we could all work together and collaborate when we needed to collaborate to make sure that the, uh, the game day experience uh, inside and outside the stadium was cohesive and, and, and helped grow the game and grow the passion for the game. Uh, you know, so we've got the Santos, we've got the, the Punks. Uh, the Punks have the Riot Girls, which is the, the female side of that group. Uh, Luligans have Luligan Ladies. Uh, you know, there's No Nap Ultra, which kind of caters towards families with little kids. And, um, you know, everybody's got their own little niche. And, you know, when we get inside the stadium, we're all one. You know, we, it's, like, it's like a coalition government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. What, I mean, wouldn't that be nice? Thirty-three hundred seats is a lot to fill. What is the number of the Luligans right now? Do we do we have a um, uh, a membership number right now? There's there's Above no number. It's if you want to show up and say you're a Luligan, you're a Luligan. We, we don't have, have three a membership rules. List. We have three rules as St. Luligans: show up, make noise. Have fun. You know what I you do really all appreciate? You really love that. I really appreciate knowing, like I said, I know enough to be dangerous. I know the Luligans were very instrumental in the world's greatest TIFO ever outlined in a stadium. There was not a Luligan marking on that TIFO. You know that? Jamie Toon was the artist for that one. Giffen. But do you know that most yes. supporters groups, when they put TIFOs down, like yeah, they the, the Witch would have had a, a, a Luligan skull on her or somewhere and you know that's you guys doing it you should be proud of it and and jamie you know giving him his claim to fame it's all about the game it's it's just that i think everybody in that stadium whether you like tifos whether you like soccer whether you, you even get tifos everybody looked at that tifo and said 
holy shit. I'm getting chills just remembering it. I've got goosebumps. You know what it was all? Everybody came in unison oh, to say, Oh my God. Give the big middle finger to well, Kansas. Well, it was so cool. That's too, exactly because what it was. idea with the monkeys, dude. Well, <laughs> that was brilliant. Here's what I want to talk about. You, you guys, it not only poked the bear, which we've been poking for months after they did the cease and desist on you know, one of our, our former, our fellow podcasters. And just kind of talk shit about stupid things, but the fact that we—that's <laughs> a plywood. We also, you guys also put in there the whole piece about Kansas versus Missouri, and just you're not in Kansas anymore. Like that is so flipping funny to clever. me. Well, and clever. Yeah. And, and and most people are like, oh, I get it because they're Kansas City and it's Kansas. Like, no, 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 no. It's it's so much more and deeper than that. Let, well, oh. let me let me. LP calls them sporting Kansas. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> so so this is yeah. I, I want to go down this lane a little bit because you know from the uh, AC STLFC games etc. Now at you know the MLS level, <clears throat> you have um, obviously everything that we do here locally at you know soccer park and here down on Market Street, but there's you know a good contingency that does hit the road often you know especially at the low the 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 drivable games talk about rivalries talk about a little bit of that piss and vinegar that goes into that really is a little look as much as you said hey you know uh show up get loud have fun but there's also there's like three b is you know you got to punk those guys too you know because it is there's competition between supporting our team versus them Talk about the rivalry aspect of being a supporter group when you look at, you know, SKC and or, you know, I, I was a season ticket holder for the fire way back early days. Section eight there. That was crazy shit. You it know, still is. And, it, you know, <laughs> it, it is. So talk about now you guys are, quote, in the bigs and you have a supporters group in this fan base that is to a degree competing as well as the team on the field from a supporter's standpoint. What does that feel like? What does that look like? And do you guys talk about it? Uh, you know, I think one of the things we've always kind of had this mentality of is uh, we'll we'll drink beers with you. You guys can be our frenemies for, for, you know, the lead up to the game and everything after the game. And for the 90 minutes inside the match, we hate you. You know, we're going to do everything we can to outclass you inside the stadium, out-cheer you inside the stadium, out-chant you. And, uh, you know, I think that's, it's not just us. I think that's every every supporters group in every city tries to do that. But that's, you know, at the end of the day, we're not Green Street hooligans. We're, we're just a bunch of people that love our sport and love our team, and we're passionate about it. So, And I think we didn't know who the natural rival was going to be. I think Kansas City was obviously the number one choice, but would it have been Chicago? But they're in the East, so we don't play them as much. You know, If we go Back East, in the USL it? days, it was Louisville. Nashville. That was our it's well, number it's one. It's Chicago you know, in the East. Yeah, if we, go, if we go to the East, if San Diego's added, and if there's any yeah, restructuring, it's, it's got to be. No way. Won't yep. be that. It'll be It'll Chicago. Be nope. Just like it's like hockey. I'll bet you a million dollars. Yeah, that'd be interesting because <clears> it is. There is such a when you look outside to other sports, St. Louis and. Would you and rather it, go party in Nashville or Chicago? I'd do both. <laughs> yeah, you'll go what, well, what time of year is it? Uh, <laughs> because well, that makes a big difference. Time, no, if it's right now, I'll take Nashville. Ah, it doesn't matter, man. Pubs are sixty-eight and dry year-round. Would you I, rather take a shot of Malort or some food <laughs> drink at a uh, bachelorette party? Yeah, do you want a $5 Malort in Chicago or a uh, $12, you know, half-ounce Jameson in Nashville? Isn't that really what it comes down to? Listen, I'm telling you. What's that? It's going to be Nashville. I think you guys are both wrong. I think it's going to be Columbus. No way. Oh, no. Columbus and Cincinnati already... Ha- I mean, 
They don't need another rivalry. I I, I don't see that happening. That's hey, interesting, though. Here's here's what we're gonna do because uh, our uh, our bevies are getting light here. Others aren't light. Mine's light. Second shifts providing our beverage. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna oh, yeah? I'm gonna switch to the Hooligans on on my next switch beer here because what do you we got to? You know? Well, what are you drinking? Uh, Smithick. I never Smithics? heard of Hooligans. What is it? Second shift. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> if it's on the menu, we order it. It's a thing we have yeah, to do. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, I, I won't admit to what I'm drinking then. <laughs> and then we moved from EDM to Simple Man. I'm a simple man. I drink, we I drink finally Miller got Light. some music. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm going to turn this up so Jared will stop it. talking. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get some refills. We're going to be back with the uh, supporters. Galore here, uh, down here at Maggie's on Market across from the stadium. Uh, be right back, people. Zach here. I love my kids, really. And when my kids have a knock, a sprain, a tweak, I like to get them back to 100% as soon as possible. I also hate deductibles. I get it. But now, in Missouri, I don't have to waste any unnecessary copay after my child rolls her ankle because now I can go straight to a PT. No more pediatric visits in a germ-infested lobby waiting for permission to go to a physical therapist. Axis Physical Therapy has 19 locations from Glen Carbon to Winsville and specializes in rehab, especially soccer rehab. So instead of burning a couple of needless hours and cash going to get a referral, take that bump or bruise straight to Axis. Go to AxisPT.com for more info. And feel free to Venmo me your half the savings. We're back. Man, we are all over the place on music tonight. It's more drums, man. It's a lot of... This sounds more like drums... Florida noise. Yeah. I mean, look, if, yeah, if there's a sure. supporters group anywhere in the world that can score this band, kudos. But it sounds like like a band, like a like a marching band. It is drum set. Paul Simon's band. I mean, it was they're pretty good. Did you did you hear Paul Simon on the other podcast that we listened to? I couldn't. I couldn't finish it. Oh, it was unfortunate. <laughs> uh, Aaron, Kevin, do you guys listen to other podcasts? Obviously, not too Maybe. many. Really? No. Smartless. You ever like? Dial that up a little bit. That's a good one. That's a good one. And they had Paul Simon on. It's it's Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes and Will, Will Arnett. Arnett. And they had Paul Simon on. And wow, he was boring. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> arrogant. And um, very but, arrogant. But and they I blame did the cheese. <laughs> you guys have oh, tried. Lively and fun. <laughs> hey, who's who? We Googled it earlier. If we How were going to, uh, you know. I tried I to think about this and I can't. I can't that? either. Because we're not we're not like them. Like, none what of. We, what? What? What's the question? If we had to, like, who's the Will Arnett of our group or who's the Sean Hayes of our group? I know what Jared would say, who's the Sean Hayes of our group. That's pretty easy. That would be me. That would be me. <laughs> the dipshit. <laughs> That's uh, true. It's not what you think, Zach. <laughs> okay. You, damn, I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it doesn't match up really well. Okay. No, I'll tell you guys, though, uh, Peyton Manning was just on. Oh, my God. He was um, brilliant. And I... I'm not an NFL fan. Like, nah, if the no. game is on and there's some form of Velveeta cheese dip in the room, I'll watch it. <laughs> but <laughs> with Rotel or without? With Rotel, okay. it's got to be. And Preferably. it's got to be either the Frito scoops 
or the what's the what's you the need a good tortillas? Chip. I like the crispy rounds. Need a good chip. The one that looks like a little uh, uh, saucer. A, 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 a quiche. I don't like those. Those Tito's. Yeah. Those break. I don't like they when do. you put a chip into dip and you lift it up and it's like a, a water table. Well, that's, that's why you go with the Frito scoops. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah with, um, with crispy rounds. Tell you got to go that way. But they had Peyton Manning on, and you know, ever since. Ever since his appearance on Saturday Night Live, remember that the, the yes. one skit where he's playing he's football with the football kids in the, the, in the <laughs> he's like, "Come on, kid, catch it!" and knocks him over. Like I've loved the guy ever since. But he's on he's on it. If you find forty five minutes or so, listen to that episode. Well, and does so he say good. no to anything? Uh, no, he, well, does. he does. He actually does. And he talks about that. But as an alum of Tennessee, mm-hmm. I'm also a huge Peyton Manning fan. So you went to Tennessee? Shut the. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they allowed yeah. a baritone in? Yeah, a master's degree. Ooh. Do you have your master's degree? I do have my master's degree. God, economically, you don't so show. Are you the only one on this table? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one with a bachelor's level education. No, just kidding. They both have bachelor's. Uh, no, I, I, do I, I do? Do you? I do. You guys yeah. graduated, right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I had. <laughs> I had to. They wouldn't have sold me the mic if I didn't. No, so no. I want to I get into a, 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 something that I think is very interesting about the Luligans. And it's, it's, I think it's, this is not a trait that's unique to our supporters group, but there are a lot of folks that join the Luligans, that participate, that are active members, that prior to the Luligans never gave a shit about soccer, never knew much about the game at all. And for whatever reason, somebody pulled them in to a you know a, a day a morning at, at Amsterdam, yeah. or it was, took them to an was, FC game. It was game. a nine a.m. pint of Guinness, right? Uh, so, oh, I'm in. So, can you talk a little about kind of the <clears throat> diversity within the membership, or not just membership? That's a strong word. With the supporters group participation, yeah, because there are guys and girls that that really get the sport and have for a long time. They played it, and then there are some that never played but have become fans can you talk a little bit about that i think it's just we're welcoming it doesn't matter if you're if you have kids if you're a family if you're older if you're you know if you've played soccer if you if you love soccer when you come you're going to find somebody that will walk up to you and say hey is it your first time here why are you here and you're just you that's what happened to me when i so it's community. Fred, community. And it's, it's community mm-hmm. It and really friends. is. It's just that that, it, and it all in comes around to the atmosphere of it. It's it's about the soccer, but it's about the community. It's about giving back. Are, it's about being welcomed. Why do you why are, do you, are you why do you are, think well, it is? Oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, are you guys fans of other sports? Are you you, yeah. Yeah. you, you talked yep. about the Rams earlier. My question to you is really simple. Why do you think supporters groups don't exist the way it does That's in soccer, what, yeah. in question. baseball, or football, or hockey, etc.? What what do you think that difference is? You know, I think a lot of it has to do with just the, the, the way the game's played. You know, I mean, football, you have tailgate groups, um, but they're not supporters groups, you know. But at the same time, you go into a football game and you're cheering loudly and standing and banging on things when the defense is on the field. Whereas a soccer game, you're cheering for 90 plus minutes nonstop. So it's a different energy level. And I think, you know, you go to a baseball game, some people will say it puts you to sleep. So uh, yeah, I, I would be one of those people. Absolutely. So Kevin, you mentioned you were uh, a media photographer. 
Aaron, yes. can you talk a little bit about what your non Luligan's day look like? Looks like? I, I'm actually in packaging sales. Packaging sales. Yes. Do you need trucks? I know a guy. Trucks? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. I tried. <laughs> so I, Hashtag fail. I, I have to ask a follow-up. What does that mean? <laughs> Anything that you buy at the store has Do you packaging. know the condom wrappers? Yes. <laughs> no. The little not, square. It's, it's, it's been a minute. You know the beer you buy and drink at the store? There's a the box that it That's comes better. in. There's the okay. labels that are on the can. Okay. Um, there's labeling. Yep. All that stuff would be something we'd sell. Interesting. And the reason I bring this up is because the diversity, again, within the supporters group, you're not just a bunch of guys that used to play soccer. You're not <laughs> or or everybody's coming that, from worldwide. Or yeah, or, <laughs> or, or just a contingency from worldwide. Um, and I, 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 the, the reason I bring that up is because I want people that are interested. Now, obviously, we only have one home game left, which is on Saturday, but we've got the playoffs uh, coming up. Yeah, we got more than one. Uh, hold on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know we We're have going playoffs. going to Italy and back here. But the playoff game costs get a little bit higher uh, than normal home games. So for future, for you know the next season, do you guys have a pitch? to bring people out to Schlafly to, you know, introduce themselves and, and be more part of the community. I like to just tell people to come on, try it, you know, just come experience one match, whether you want to go to the pre-match parties anywhere, it doesn't matter, but come out to a match and just see what the atmosphere is like at the game. You know, if you get out here early enough, whether you want to bring your, uh, your family, your dog, your wife, your, you know, whoever, um, just, Come out, check out our, you know, our pregame, our pregame parties. I mean, there are other parties for the other supporters groups, but um, just see what it's like. You know, it's, it's family friendly. We have a good time. You can do what you want. But, and you but, don't need a ticket you, for that. Come no, out here. It's on, free. Uh, yeah, the street you know, is going to be named exactly. St. Luligan Way. What? Let, let me ask it's you. Let me ask you this, right, this section of 20? The 21st, 21st Street, street. between oh, Schlafly and uh, there is going to be named St. Luligan Way. That's the, oh, that's and that's, you don't need a ticket to come out and hang out with us before the games. Come out, experience it. I think we're going to find that with the playoffs when people don't have tickets. They just want to be involved. So what happens when totally they unveil that and it says Soccer Dad Way? Oh. Soccer Dad Pod Park. Soccer Dad Pod Parkway. That's going to be a nine section of Market Street. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Nice. That's awesome. You get the sign. Congratulations. Hey, let me ask you guys this because uh, uh, my first question is this. Uh, trend in engagement because you guys had, you kind of had a core group. I mean, uh, Soccer Park was to a degree limited footprint. You, you you knew, you you were at capacity most of the games, not only at the end of the parking lot, but obviously in the corner. Um you move over here, and obviously the stadium is so much bigger. The space is so much bigger. Have you seen a commensurate increase in participation with the scale of the new team? We have. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. When I'd go out to Soccer Park back in the day, and we were standing at the tailgate of the trailer, and I could look out, and a few hundred people, and I knew every single one of them. And now when we're over there on Luligan Street or Luligan Way, and I look out from the trailer on game day, and I, I don't know most people. You know, so many new faces nowadays, and it, it just goes to show that people are more engaged, more involved, and, and want to find, you know, what it's all about, and, and they're coming out for it. So I have a follow-up question <clears throat> with the transition, because obviously there's more people. But this is really kind of an economics and a vibe question. Soccer Park was different. 
That was BYO. We talked about it. You guys are cooking your own pork, steaks, dogs, etc. Everybody brings their coolers. You'd go there. You know, beers were exponentially cheaper over there. It had a certain DIY slash BYO kind of element to it. This is different down here. You know, and supporters groups globally are really about kind of that underbelly, that fabric of the community that is welcoming to all kind of socioeconomic, you know, uh, checkboxes. Does the premium of the experience, uh, ticket prices, uh, secondary market ticket prices, beers in the stadium, you know, a pretzel there, all that. Have you have you felt any kind of a, a letdown uh, because of pricing? Because it's not cheap. It's not a cheap experience. Personally, I never drink when, or I shouldn't say drink. I never eat <laughs> when I go into the stadium. I always drink. Um, but th- and then that goes for for you know, NFL games. That goes for soccer. I, I tend to enjoy myself more with pre-match parties, uh, especially when it comes to food. Sure. So by the time I'm inside, I'll kind of get a couple beers, just kind of coast along, and, and you know I've already had most of my beverages before the game started. So, uh, so I, personally, I don't think that's impacted me. I'm sure it's impacted a lot of people, and I'm sure especially with families of four that are coming to the games it's probably having a hit on well the my, my follow-up and then uh, one of you guys can jump in here is really kind of out of the gate the team the ownership group created an opportunity for supporter section at a significantly lower price point than you know any of the seats to your left right and across sure and i think a lot of people try to get in that gateway where they think it's the cheapest ticket so we want to be in the supporter section because it's the cheapest ticket not realizing the experience they're going to have, the fun they're going to have, and it's not about you have to. You're standing for those 90 minutes, but once you've come that first time, then you're in. It, and but there's options. I mean, we we're, we're supporting our, our our look has changed a little, but it's about Schlafly. It's about supporting them. They have us out every game. We have food trucks out there. We have they have beer for sale outside. We support them inside, outside with food. You can come be there, and you can, you can do that without being inside with without paying yeah, the cool. prices inside. And I mean, to be honest, when you're inside, the fact that it's, it, this is one of the only stadiums I've ever been to, it doesn't matter, sport across the board, it's local. I'm a big local. Yeah. Support yeah, local, is buy local, yeah. drink local, eat Love local. It. Love it. And in here, that's what it, I mean, you have that. It doesn't, so to me then, it, it, the cost is like, you're supporting local, you're supporting St. Louis, you're supporting your community. All right. That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. You We're talking about all this BS. Can we talk about Tall Boy at uh, Tall Boy Roulette? Oh my! I God. mean, what is going it. on there? And Zach, what Tall Boy are you bringing Saturday? Uh, and are you going to play? Again, this is all for charity. It may or, or there's a little uh, a rumor out there that on uh, Saturday. Tall Boy Roulette with the uh, blessings of Schlafly because it is for charity that it uh, it is making an appearance. Uh, I, I've got I, I've got a dusty can of Meisterbrow in my basement. Wow, that is classic. Yeah, make sure you're saving that since college. Sure it's I believe it's in my college backpack. I think, it's all I for think I'm doing the Milwaukee's Beast Ice. Yeah, Keystone Ice. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. some sort of ice. I nasty. Think you guys beer. are both about five years younger than me. Like ice, we drink ice. Beer. I don't drink any ice beer. A couple things. One it has to be beer. It <laughs> has to be beer. Yeah, it has to be beer. There are rules. I could pull them up by my. Not so no malt. What's There's the worst so one you guys have ever had, both of you? It could be a malt. I think it can't. Malt liqueur is loud. Is allowed. Okay. But there are rules. It can't be. There was a no uh, controversy. It can't be pineapple. 
What about four Whoa. locos? What no. the can, can, it be a, can it be a Mickey's grenade? No. Oh, no, that's not a tall boy. <laughs> has to be a oh, tall boy. Oh, that's way cooler, though. Has to be 16 <laughs> ounces or higher, is uh, my understanding. 24? 25 is welcome. The extra ounce is always appreciated. Yeah, the 25 <laughs> ounce. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm so beer, beer flavored malt liquor. So no four locos, no steel reserve pineapple. Definitely no seltzers. Uh, no hard iced tea. Any of that stuff. All out. And 16 ounces or, or bigger. Bring two dollars and your tall boy. Throw the tall boy in one of our tubs that we're going to have, and you'll come back with your two dollars, and that's I where we're going to raise our money. So flipping excited right now. And you have to finish it. You have to finish you it. Have you have to finish it. You have Whatever to, you, you get. No trades. No, no chug, give backs. There's no rules on how long it takes you to finish that, but when you pull that out, you have to finish I heard somebody got a can of pork and beans one time. They did. That's they did. That was, it was a misunderstanding. Very unfair. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's What's not What's the worst fun. you've ever had? I try not to think about that. I, honestly, I don't Does know. Does it ruin the day? Heck no. No. You just no, drink it fast no, and move on. You know why? Because it's all for charity. It is all for it's charity. Well, that's the charity. <laughs> let's, let's shift back to a little bit of soccer real quick. because well, I, 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 I just have, only I want to talk about Tall Boy Roulette. Yeah. I mean, we're moving on. Next episode. Soccer, performance, the quality on the field, the year that we've had. You know, we come out of the gate five in a row. Everybody was really kind of interested. You know, the, 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 the press locally was like, oh, okay, we got a team, we'll cover it. But they were really waiting to get back to the Cardinals, right? And then the Cardinals proceeded to shit the bed, and City didn't. And for, from your guys' standpoint, because you've watched a lot of soccer as fans, how surprised, excited, expected, you know, where were you mentally coming into the season and then get to maybe game 10, 11, 12, where it's like, holy shit, this, this is, this is working. What did it mean to you guys as a, as a group? Coming into the season, I figured we could be contending for one of those wildcard spots, you know, that eighth, ninth, 10th, you know, position in the, in the, in the conference. And but but based, based on what? I'm, I, I'm going to have this debate because I, I think the three of us two, were like, City, these yeah, guys City played two together at City 2 and they went to the championship. These guys gained that experience, gained that, you know, camaraderie yeah, amongst, amongst each other. And you could see that we were there. We were in Edwardsville. We were in SLU. We were, you know, there supporting when they were contending and making and, it to the championship And how again. different did the feel feel when you weren't at FC St. Louis because that was ebbs and flows. We we had some we had some. I was mostly time. it was mostly ebbs. Yeah, it was mostly ebbs. <laughs> but did it just feel different in that city two experience? Is that why you guys are picking and what that your, your wild card? What, what's your definition of feel feel? Feel feel. Yeah. Feel feel is just you just feel it. How did it feel? I'm googling that in a second. How did it feel? <laughs> comma feel. feel. I mean, I think it was all just about the support. We were there. We were going to support. We were going to. We were going to show up. We didn't have a team for, you know, we had that in interim of three years without a team. Right. So when City 2 came around, it's like, oh, you're going to play your matches at SLU. We'll show up. You're going to play your matches at SIU Edwardsville. We'll show up. We'll drive across the river, you know, and we'll do that. And it, the atmosphere set the tone, you know. It just set where we were there. We had, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand people strong, no matter who they were playing. And I'm sure these other teams, you know, the – the uh, level two teams that came in to play us were just like, 
what is going on here? You know, the, well, you the see atmosphere. it like this year, and I know that you're talking about the previous year, but we had 10, 12,000 at City Two yes. games. Exactly. There's nobody else having that the, the, that, no, that turnout. I think it's, it's just that atmosphere. Nobody expected us to be first place and stay there the entire season. I mean, we're the, and we're there, but and that Where's, just adds to it. I think that I mean. I never played soccer at any professional level at all, but when you come out in that stadium and you're playing, I got to imagine that atmosphere and just whether oh, you're we had, playing for yeah, us and then you're we the opposing Kyle, team. We had Kyle Hebert on a couple weeks ago down at Herman Stadium and Johnny Klein. Um, Kyle played, you know, with City Two last year, right? And he absolutely every minute, yeah, he absolutely talked about how that was a major, major difference for for the team. And I have have stated, <clears throat> and I asked, I asked Tom Strunk this: Does the Luligans' presence from AC to Lilings to FC to now City, does that have an impact on the culture of this team? And he said, absolutely. 100%. So just, you know, you guys, not what, to, not what, to what's tip the pin, your hat. What was the pinch yourself moment, though? As the, the season's going, was it at the All-Star break? We're in first. I was in Austin at the home opener, and we won. I was and there, that too. Was, that was just <laughs> yeah. like, wait, we're not going to get you know trounced on all season. We have a chance. We beat Austin. Yeah, I don't think anybody in Austin we thought we beat had a chance. Yeah. And then right away from that point on, it's like, was it five right. and zero? Yeah, five and zero was definitely then, a benchmark where you then, could sit there and think, well, holy shit. Yeah, uh, you know, and we knew we wouldn't win every game, but yeah. you know, when you start off the season like that. You, all of a sudden you, you reset your expectations on what could come and you don't want to get ahead of yourself because you got a long season but you certainly can look at that and say this is something historic this is something unique you know you can feel the team is is coming together a lot faster than people thought they would and, and that's where we're that's where we're at okay i love it uh, now i'm gonna bring it down i'm gonna bring it down no i am really? your neck be downer it, it really hurts and the reason i'm gonna bring it down is i, I Messy. The messy jersey controversy. I need it's a I, thing. We, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it because JB over here ranted and railed about it when we were down in Amsterdam. I thought it was ridiculous. Read the statement from the supporter section. Uh, let's talk about it. It's it's the, it's to me it's the low point of the season. <laughs> It's really a non-story. I'm trying to keep a straight face. I really can't. It's just can't, for ratings. If you mention Messi's name, does the podcast get a tip and you get ratings? Or no, something? if you speak with an accent, the numbers no go ratings. Do either of you have an Irish accent? That'll help our numbers yeah. on this episode. No, but I don't for, think you want to hear it. But for, but for real, talk a little bit about that situation. You know, Messi gets signed. Uh, we know he's not going to play, but... We start. We still know that people are going to support their Argentina, their Barca, their Miami jerseys with Messi on it. <laughs> How did that come down to the the Luligans, and what what was that like? Again, above my pay grade, and I didn't have any involvement in the decision. <laughs> I, I can lend a little that, bit of an ear to this. So every supporters group has rules within the supporters section sure. about not wearing any non local jersey so you can be in our supporter section and wear a st louis fc gear you can wear ac st louis gear steamers scott gear. gallagher scott gallagher yes. chelsea no 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 <laughs> okay thanks for joining us guys we'll see you next week on soccer day pod <laughs> as far as the rest of the stadium goes you can wear whatever you want any team you want it doesn't matter 
<clears throat> but every every MLS team has that same exact rule. It just got amplified because of the that moment in time where Messi signed, and knowing that Messi is such a a unique, you know, uh, pivotal moment in the league. It was just reinforcing the rules for the support of. Well, and doesn't St. Louis though? We take it to the nth degree though whether it is a messy jersey in a supporter section or standing during the game or what somebody can resell their tickets for right because social media is really you know so much of what you guys do your message your presence is as much as it's game day experience it's social media where it percolates it is so do you guys do you welcome the engagement or do you guys, as a, as a group, do you really want to just like, look, not our thing, let the 26,000 people in the SC fan group duke it out? You know, because that, there's a fine line between what you represent overall with social media and what your game day experience is. I, I, I can't speak for what, you know, Brad and Mitch and Sarah do on, on the main Luligan social media accounts. I, I, I have a theory on that, that they just want to keep it to a minimal and move on from it. Sure. Um, on our silly tailgate accounts, you know, again, same thing. We try not to engage. We really don't like that engagement. We'd rather just keep it fun and lighthearted. Unless it's Kansas City fans. Of course. Yeah. Then but you I'll, but down. I'll, I'll do some trolling on that. <laughs> you know, lighthearted trolling. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's one of those things. You guys do such a great thing and I, and I think that <clears throat> all these groups AO and and Luligans and Fleur and blah blah, blah. You name them all. There's this there's this concept and this expectation that it's this super inclusive, everybody's welcome, do this. But sometimes does it just wear you out a little bit though when when you do read when these things come up and it's like fuck, we're in first place, people. Shut the fuck up. Let's go to the game, drink a beer. I'm old enough and wise enough that I don't even deal with it. I'm in it for the soccer. Well, I'm, I'm not in that it for wise. The fun. I'm in it for the beer. We like the drama. I'm in it for the camaraderie. I, 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 yeah. have, a, I, I have a final wait. question for and, me. And I have a final statement. Go ahead, Zach. Which is the playoffs are coming. You know, we have secured home field advantage for the first round. What can we expect from the Luligans for the first ever MLS playoffs for our own home team? I would like to envision it's going to be just like the first game of the season with Charlotte, where we have a blowout world-class three party. And I think it'll be the loudest set stadium ever. I I would agree with that. Decibel levels are going to be Well said, Zach. I I don't care if it's Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. It it. doesn't matter. I don't either. It'll be a Sunday, I think. Um, I think it's kind of how the calendar I think is going to line up with that that wild card. But hey, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank your leadership group, Agreed. and I want our listeners to know that what these guys do and what this group does. When you see their merch, when you go to Arch Apparel, when you you see the print, a part of that proceeds goes to these guys to help enhance everybody's experience at the stadium. And charity. So please... And charity. Yeah, it and charity. Back. It's about but charity. It's about giving back. It's about the community. That's I, that's please, one of the reasons hey, I'm involved. Please help the Luligans. 
Please buy the merch. I can't wait to uh, to the you know the the the, the tall boy roulette. We doing are it. doing it. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing a cooler. I'm gonna bring one tall boy. It's gonna I'm be gonna, disgusting. I'm gonna get one. And, uh, um, it's gonna be yeah, we'll absolutely come by. terrible. Yeah, we are <laughs> gonna come by, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys. And I can't wait to see what happens in the playoffs, man. Thanks for coming, and thanks to your leadership. Group. Yeah, tell and, them, and tell let me know. Them. Let me know what email address I send the uh, Soccer Dad Pod QR to for the uh, Western <laughs> Conference Final TIFO. Um, for everybody, but I, I'll say one last thing, which and I, I mentioned it before. But before game time, stand here, twentieth and Market, or anywhere. Five o'clock, five at, o'clock at this Saturday, and it's always three hours before kickoff. We're at Schlafly outside having. But what fun. time do you guys walk down? About forty-five the, minutes before. Forty-five minutes before, minutes before, before so kickoff. Six fifteen. Yep. And if you haven't been part of that experience, it's it's, oh, it's one amazing. of a kind in sports. Yep. Do you walk? I love it, Jared. Do you walk? I walk, walk everywhere. March. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 said, I actually walk from the bar to my seat, uh, but I haven't walked in that March yet. I appreciate you guys having us. Hey, yeah, man, thanks, thanks, for having man. Us thanks for coming Great, on, guys. man. This has been a lot of fun. Um, we'll, uh, we'll definitely uh, keep following you guys. We'll, we'll be in touch. We'll come have some beers. We'll even get one of those cigars from uh, Gardner uh, this weekend. Uh, I hope you like can it. see us. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks thanks for listening. <laughs> just kidding, Mark. Really appreciate all the support, guys. Uh, the PinnacleLoans.com crew, Chris and Bill, thank you. AxesPT.com, appreciate your support. A uh, little like, little share, little follow, all that stuff goes a long, long way. Uh, we'll catch you next time. We're out of here down at Maggie O'Brien's. Check them out pregame. See you next time. This has to be complete.